It is with great excitement that we get to introduce you to Lisa Williams on the Power Up with Manal podcast. Lisa is the founder and CEO of Simply Digital. As the unstoppable force behind it, Simply Digital, she's a dynamic entrepreneur with so much soul, and I cannot wait for you to hear her journey. She is a transformative figure who has harnessed the power of the mind to overcome obstacles and achieve her goals. Her personal journey towards mental transformation is an inspiring one, and her willingness to share her experiences is a testament to her commitment towards helping others achieve their own transformation. By embracing a mindset of growth and resilience, Lisa has been able to reach heights that may not have been possible otherwise. Through all her multimedia presence that includes her podcast courses and newsletters, she's become a trusted source of practical and actionable advice for entrepreneurs and businesses alike. So don't miss out on all her incredible insights and expertise. Get ready to learn from the best, be inspired and unleash your full potential. Join us now to embark on an extraordinary journey through this captivating interview. Lisa, thank you so much for being on the Power Up with Manal podcast. When we first connected, there was so much about you that I couldn't put my finger on. And then I got to know you and your success out of resiliency, the way you sort of approach life, your evolution as a person. Um, I think it gave me goosebumps and maybe also resonated a little bit. Uh, your story is inspirational. Um, you are somebody I today look up to. And I'm like, how can I get there with my ventures, right? Because I'm still in the corporate <laughs> world. <laughs> Um, so I'd love for our audience to get to know who Lisa is, if you could share a little bit about yourself and your journey. Yeah, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. My gosh, I'm so excited to be here. Um, so I'm in year three of completely being on my own, being an entrepreneur. Wow. But I started my business five years ago, and it kind of evolved as a side hustle turned into full-blown entrepreneurship. And, you know, people always ask, how did you get started? And and then, you know, when you're looking at people and you're mentoring them or coaching them or whatever, I always recommend, unless you have a, a an unlimited supply of resources or right. somebody's funding you or something, if you could start with a side hustle, then I would recommend starting right. with a side hustle and build your side hustle to where it can, it can sustain you. And so what happened to me is I was building the side hustle and I had a full-time job. So you feel like you have the security, but really you don't because then COVID hit. Right. And in the middle of the pandemic, I got laid off from my job. And so rather than trying to look for a new job, yeah. I decided to dive 100% into my side hustle turned business. So now I run, it's Simply Digital. It's a digital marketing agency and we work with small businesses and entrepreneurs and we do a done for you package for all their marketing wow wow so this wasn't easy though oh my gosh no <laughs> no so how does okay so here's a question for you you've gone through some hard times mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. um as you have gone through times that were difficult for you how did you see forward because i think what happens is a lot of individuals face hardships. Mm -hmm. And then it's human nature, right? We get taken over by emotions. We 
sort of shut down ourselves. We lose ourselves. We don't pursue our passions. Um, we get maybe a little insecure that can we, can we not do it? What did you do to persevere through all that? Okay, first, let me say that insecurity, imposter syndrome, limiting beliefs, they all exist. They all exist. Fear exists in everyone, even successful people who you think, oh, they have a really great career. They have a really great life. They have a really great family balance. You still have limiting beliefs and imposter right. syndrome. Um, how do you basically, and you, you said this very well, it's not that you overcame them. It's how do you push through with all the right, right, yeah, right, hundred percent. And I think one of the things for my personality is I have drive and determination, and maybe that came from my upbringing. You know, I grew up in a home where my parents were divorced when I was fifteen. My mom didn't really have uh, a lot of control over three girls who mm. she was raising as teenagers, and I would look at her. And she had a high school education, and I'm not knocking a high school education because I think you could pursue endless passions with having an, a high school. But at the time when I was growing up, I was like, I'm going to get a college degree. I'm not going to live this life that my mom is living where I'm divorced with three girls with trying to put food on the table and, you know, like trying to make ends meet. And so I think living in that life and I mean, there were times where we had peanut butter and jelly and tuna fish sandwiches, mm -hmm. and that was about it in our, you know, maybe mac and cheese that was like 49 cents in the box or something. So I think living in that environment and seeing firsthand what it was like and what the challenges my mom went through, it was like, this is not how I'm going to live. I'm not going to do this. And so... You know, it didn't come easy, but I think that, that there's that drive, that determination, that resiliency of always looking back and going, I can do this. I don't know how, but I will figure it out. Yeah. So I think that's where it comes from. Yeah. That's the thing that, you know, I say this now quite a bit, and maybe I'm giving myself a pep talk when I'm saying this, mm -hmm. but I'm like, you know what? Where there are certain cards you're dealt at certain times in your life, mm -hmm. and how do you play them? Right. 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 How do you play those cards? Because sometimes um, and I had uh, another guest on the call on the podcast and he was saying, you know, there's a there's a saying in um, the Navy that says it sucks to suck sometimes. And how do you how do you life? Right. Right. How do that? How do you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How do you get out of the suck? How do you get out of the suck? Right. How do you? Yeah. Yeah. Because it is it is not easy, but. You know, we have such a short time span in life. Right. 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 And do we want to stay sort of stuck for that long? We are human. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. but how do we sort of evolve and get out of that? I think that's very critical. And maybe having like, you know, the right group around you, having support systems, understanding yourself, you know, focusing on yourself, healing. Right. Right. These are things that I think we did take for granted um, you know, maybe as leaders too. Well, and so I think a couple of things. One is we are taught to mask our emotions yes. in this world. Yeah. We're taught to drug it away, yeah. drink it away, gamble it away, shop it away, you know, whatever that looks like. Right. And there's, there's all kinds of paths to mask your emotions. And so I think I had to learn to sit in my emotions and feel it. Because I think I was really good at 
being emotionless yes. for a long time. Preach, sister. Preach. <laughs> yes. And so I think understanding, like feeling it, like really feeling it, going ahead and crying the ugly cry yes. or being angry. It doesn't mean you have to be angry at a person and that right. you have to vocalize how you're feeling towards a person because right. you own your feelings. We own our feelings. Nobody can make me mad, hurt, angry, right. upset. Right. I am the one that is feeling that. Right. And so that's another thing I think we need to understand is I can't sit here and say, Manal, you hurt my feelings. You made me sad. You made me angry. No, that's on me. Right. You might have said something that I'm offended by or hurt by, yeah. and I internalize that. Right. So I think we have to understand, A, you have to sit in your emotions and allow them and feel them, however long that takes. Yes. And then what do I want to do to move forward? And I don't ever look back with regret because I look at everything as an opportunity to learn to grow and to get better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, in a lot of, you know, theologies and philosophies and Buddhism, mm-hmm. you know, not living your life, re- not holding grudges and not looking back and not having resentment mm-hmm. is sort of the key to building your future, right? Not easy to do. Not easy, not easy to do. Um, I love the way you said that we we choose to react to what how we are feeling right and that's mm-hmm. important you know not be not feeling is something that you know a lot of overachievers are good at because, definitely <laughs> and, and what's interesting is we also divert so you you know a lot of people who are driven and myself you know i'm raising my hand mm-hmm. we throw ourselves into work extra work that causes avoidance of feeling, right? right? But you're right. but you're succeeding, right? And so at some, and so then you just keep just, feeding that. You just keep feeding that, and right, like it's yeah. I completely, completely hear you. Yeah. So how did you? How does this now relate to you as a founder, a CEO, leading teams, driving companies? What are what are some of the, you know, characteristics that makes you now great at business and relationships? So this did not come easy, but it came through experience. But one of the things that if I ever had a team, which I do, I wanted to make sure that I appreciated them and empowered them all the time. We might have disagreements. We might push back on each other. We might not always like what the other person says or suggests, but I always want to make sure that I appreciate them and give them full creative freedom to design, create, and live their life however they want to live it. So that is one thing because I don't want anyone telling me what to do. So I don't want to tell other people what to do. I want to say, these are the projects. This is the work. Let's figure out how we get this done. And we all divide and conquer. So that is one thing. The other thing is having that mindset of, okay, not taking, if if a client leaves us, if a client doesn't sign on with us, if a client misses a payment, whatever that happen, that happens in the work world, because it all happens, right. not taking it personally. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That is so important. Right. And separating so your business yeah. from yourself. Right. They are not attacking you. Exactly. They are not attacking you personally. There's so many reasons why clients change or do things different. And so 
you know, what is it? Right. Why? Why? So right. not not taking it personal. Yeah, no, that's a good one. And, you know, that's not just having your own business. No. That's just in business general. In general. I have yeah. seen individuals spend so much time on the things that they cannot control. Mm-hmm. Why a process is a certain way. Um, why do we have to go through this committee to do X, Y, and Z? Right. Why, 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 why? And I'm like, we have just spent so much precious energy on the why instead of using that energy for solutioning mm-hmm. and the things that we can control and how we can optimize, right? It's energy almost like wasted, right? So true. And we do that in our personal life and in our professional yes. life. You yes. know, we... Yes. We spend energy on things that are not going to move us forward yes. and that really don't matter in the long run. It's and so, so easier to do in business, though. It so is. easier than personal <laughs> It is. And so because we got feelings, you know. Well, we do. And I think one of the things that I'm able to do is really separate my emotions when it comes to business. Not always. Right. But um, one of the things that I like to tell my team is, we are going to offload them with grace, just like we onloaded, you know, on, offboard them with grace, just like we onboarded. I like that. We are going to give them everything they ask for and more because we're going to part ways very professionally. Because if we ever want anything from them or they ever want anything from us, then we have that opportunity to continue that relationship. Right. So right. we're going to offboard them just like we onboarded them. Yeah. I'm going to use that. You should. It's such an amazing, yeah. that's such a good line. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we should use that in our personal life too. Maybe we should. <laughs> As you bring somebody on in your life, you should Yeah. So I think, I think, you know, taking all of these nuggets from my personal life and my personal growth allowed me to bring them into my business and grow my business right. and understand. The other thing is I am super, super um, deep into mindset and meditation Same. and having a growth mindset and knowing that I have control of whatever I want to create in my life by my thoughts. And I truly, truly believe that. And so how can I learn to think different? Right. Because you that the the famous saying, you are what you eat, is actually not the saying. It derived from you are what you think, think you, you are. are. Thoughts. You are. And it took me a long time to learn that. Oh. I feel like, you know, I wish I wish it was something that was taught from a mindset perspective when we were in our use, you know? Wouldn't like, that be great? Yeah, because then you go through life in this sink or swim mentality. Right. And then you get to a point where you're enlightened. Right. <laughs> as if you continuously evolve, right? Yeah. Grow. But like, it's like, oh my gosh, if I took these values with me and put them when I was in my early 20s, I well, was teens, were even. teens, right? Yeah. Um, It's just, yeah, that's something that I wish we had more of and now there are of course you know avenues for it and i'm trying to build an academy that's focused on it for the youth but you know that is something that society would just look very different so and this is where i go why don't we teach this and i'm not against religion or formal education or any of that stuff but why isn't this 
the basis of everything that we learn in our life. Instead of the fear, because we all grow up with fear, we're taught that if you don't get the right grades, if you don't make the right amount of money, if you don't live in the right house or drive the right car or wear the right clothes, why is that what we're taught? And social media just exacerbates that. But why is that what we're taught versus you have the power and the control to think anything you want and create anything you want? I mean, it wasn't until I was in my 40s and really started diving into spirituality that I started learning more about how I can control things with my thoughts. Yes. And it's so powerful. It's so powerful. It's I, I agree 100%. Um, so much so that, like, we as a society, that's why so many people stay on, I would say, like the hamster wheel, right? Mm-hmm. Because we fear societal judgment. Mm-hmm. We fear that we may not fit in. I remember somebody one time was very adamant about bring your whole self to work. Mm-hmm. Very adamant about it. And I was like, okay, let me ask you two questions. I was like, A, if you are ready to bring your whole self to work, which I'm a proponent of, uh-huh. but if you are ready to bring your whole self to work, you also have to be ready and accept that there will be certain outcomes. Yeah. Because unfortunately, society as a whole is not evolved. No. So, and and if you if you have that fear, mm-hmm. if you have that fear of judgment, if you have that fear of, you know, maybe losing your job or whatnot, I was like, then you can't. No, you can't. And and you people can't. get upset when I say that. But I'm like, it's yeah. cliche to say bring, bring your whole self to work. No. Because yeah. there there is You're gonna share things with your friends and family that you're exactly. never gonna share in a professional exactly. setting. And why? Why do we have to separate that? Why can't we bring our whole selves to work? And one of the things that I... Is we are not taught mindset mastery. No. No. We are not. And we have, fe- we have fears. We have judgment. Inse- judgment inse- insecurities. FOMO. FOMO. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have it all, right? We, do. we, we have do. it all. And so why... Like one of the things that I'm a huge believer in is creating a life by design and living a life by intention, not convention. Thank you for that. And yes, it doesn't always work that way. It doesn't, but, but that but is my purposeful every day. Yeah, every day purposeful and reminding yourself and bringing yourself back to sort of that balance or that core value right. you're holding. And one of the things, and I have stickers like little sticky notes on my walls and stuff is. Who am I spending my time with and why? What am I putting inside my body and why? What am I doing with my body as far as like exercising or movement and why? And where does my energy go and why? And it's just a reminder to to be intentional with my time, with my spirit, with my body, with, with everything. Just holistic. Just holistically. Yeah. So if we pivot a little bit to your company. Yeah. Because I think... I think you are doing amazing things at bring new markets. Yes. Right? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your company and what differentiates you out there from a marketing realm. And it, uh, it's a hard time right now. We're in a super digital, fast-paced environment. Mm-hmm. And infiltrating to the right target audience, distributing to the right channels, is become has become harder. It's definitely challenging, yeah. for, for sure. Um 
So here's one of the things that I feel like we are really good at is a lot of people who get into business, they get into business to focus on whatever their business is, whatever their service or their product is. And then they all of a sudden have to figure out how to market that. And marketing is complicated. And so our goal is to simplify that. And one of the ways that we simplify it is we do it for you. So we take it all off of your plate and we say, we're going to we're gonna help build your tone, your voice, your personal brand, your business brand. We're going to put you out into the digital world. We're going to create the content for you that sounds like you, looks like you, acts like you, speaks like you. And we're going to drive traffic to back to your website, back to a podcast, back to, an, you know, whatever it is yeah. that we're driving traffic to. And so our goal is to create that content that really is you. It embodies you. Yeah. And so one of the things that I feel like we are really good at also is brand archetypes, just like we all have, you know, personalities and characteristics, brands have archetypes. Okay. And we bring yeah. our personality to our brand. Do we want them to be very professional and very um, stoic? Right. Or do we want them to be fun and outlandish yeah. or whatever? And so our brand is the girl next door brand or the guy next door brand or your pal. And so when I talk to potential clients and or clients, they always say, I feel like we could go have coffee together. I feel like we could be friends. And that is what we want to bring. We want to bring transparency. We want to bring connection. We want to bring friendliness. We want everybody to know, hey, we are here for you to serve you and get you where you need to go. So you feel like that also probably untaps a deeper understanding of your client mm -hmm. because now you're understanding their desires, what their wants are, their dreams, their passions, the why behind the company. Yeah. So I feel like there's less back and forth with what the vision of, you know, their output should be. Right. Right. And so one of the things that we, we do when we bring a client on, when we onboard them is we dive deep into their target audience, their tone, their voice. And what is it that drove them to be in business? Why are they in business I love, I in the first place? The yeah. And it's not even like if you really dive deep into marketing, it's and I use this example. Oh God, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know marketing now on social media. Uh, I'm like lost. No, I love it. But <clears throat> I've used this example before in the past. You hire a landscaper, okay? So you really don't want a beautiful lawn. That is not your why. Hey. Your why might be, <clears throat> excuse me, your why might be, I want to spend more time with my family. Yeah. And so that's my why. Your why might be, I want to be the best looking uh, status. I want to have the best looking lawn on the block. Yeah. That might be your why. Your why might be you are incapable physically of mowing or taking care of your lawn. So there's that deeper level of it's not just about hiring a landscaper to give you yeah. this the service. It's why did you hire that landscaper? Yeah. And so it's the same thing with hiring a digital marketing agency. It's sure. You could do it yourself. A, a business could do it themselves. They could probably hire internally. But what they don't get is we have a team of professionals that's working for you. And that is what we do really well every single day. So what is it that they want? Time and freedom. Wow. That's what they want. I also love that you have so much focus on 
community and education. Mm-hmm. So you have a podcast. Yes. What's the name of your podcast? It's Simply Life. <laughs> it's Simply Life. Yes. Um, and your podcast focuses on a lot of this stuff and content and um, sort of drives people to really understand what their business needs and their marketing needs and so forth. Right. And so I kind of mix in a little bit of life sure. and a little bit of business. But I think, I think that's, that's what we're missing. Right. And before, it was such a big separation of life and a business. business. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you are, you're everything. It's, it's, you're it's one person. It's one Yeah. You're, you're a whole person. person. Um, so, yeah. So I try to uh, incorporate mindset, motivation, thought process into the marketing part piece right. of it. And there's a lot of psychology behind marketing there's as things. well. And so understanding your market and understanding how buyers buy behaviors. and behaviors. And that's what I just explained to you about the whole landscaping is what is what is the really deep root of you, what you want? And we all, most of us, there's very few things that we want. Love, status, health are mo- most of the three things that we want. Yeah. Um, time, freedom. So how do you as a business or a product or a service get to one of those core you know what is it that they so somebody who wants status might buy a lamborghini or a ferrari you know or that might be something super important to them so it's it's what do you really want and that's what you drive and how do you yeah 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 how do you how do you how is it you know being in such a world now as a business being out there now there's a lot of competition Mm -hmm. different type of competition now right because it's almost like you could have the best product right but if you are not set up the right way from a digital or social perspective Mm -hmm. it's almost like you don't exist it's like you you either have to be relevant or you're irrelevant yes and so I think that's hard for some, some maybe, maybe you're the <laughs> generation to understand. It is hard because you could have a great product. Yes, and you could and and people will tell you it's a great product. Right. But if you don't know how to market it the right way, say the right things, understand your audience in the right way. And get yourself in the right places to have visibility. Yes. yes. Because it's, it's not the same anymore. No, it's about being at the right place at the right time with the right audience right. and, and, and the, with the right message. Right. So how do you do that? And that's where you have to understand like the why behind the why as far as how they got in business, right. their target audience. Where does their audience hang out? Does their audience hang out at a local coffee shop and they might read, you know, blogs on a phone? Does their audience hang out in a bookstore? Does right. their audience hang out? Does their audience read you know, like Forbes magazine, you know, yeah. like where does their audience hang out? Are they out? only on TikTok? Yeah. yeah. Like it's, yeah. It's so, so, so I where financial advisors on TikTok now? I see marketing reps yeah. on, you know, like it's everybody. It's, and so it's like, where does your audience hang out? And then also you mentioned community. So I think the future of marketing, where we are heading right. and what we are desiring is we want curation and we want community. You know, we're in this post COVID world right. and, we, we crave community, 100%. we crave connection, we crave that conversation right. and the engagement, the interconnectivity. Yes. 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 yes, so so how do you create a community for your business and invite your audience into that community 
And then the other part of that, Manal, is curation. We have information coming at us at lightning speed. We cannot keep up. We can't. You and I will never, ever, nobody will ever be able to keep up. It's impossible. Our our brains just can't decipher that much information. And so um, what is it that you want to know about? And what is it that you want to know more about? And so how can we as products, services, businesses, curate that information to disseminate it to our target audience where you are becoming the thought leader, you are the authority, you're the one that they're looking to, to the go-to source, to A, create community, and B, curate this information for them. That's such good advice. Yeah. Such good advice. And I do think that in today's world, like we also, a lot of businesses or entrepreneurs or startups or SMBs feel like they have to do it all. Because there's all this noise out there that says, if you don't wake up at 5 a.m. <laughs> and do your meditation and 30,000 push-ups and walk, <laughs> and, walk and, yeah. and walk six miles and drink five gallons of water and take nine, yeah. nine million supplements and read and, and focus and watch yeah. the birds yeah. fly by. Yeah. And you're not going to you're be not successful. No. Or if you're not putting content out every single day, three times a day and it's not no like there's so much coming at us that we feel like oh we got to shift here and we got to shift here and we've got to do this you have to do this is why we simplify everything you have to do what works and you have to do what works for your audience simply digital simply digital it's simply digital yes yeah that's your why that's my why because when i was Way back in the day when I was looking at social media, digital marketing, how to market myself, how to get my name out there, everything seemed complicated. And what I just explained, if you're not doing this, then you're not going to be successful. And if you're not doing this, then you're not going to be successful. And and your content has to be short and punchy and this and that. Yeah. And so it's it's just eliminating all the noise and figuring out the basics and simplifying it right. and what works for you. Yeah. I, and I will tell you all the things that we did wrong. I started, I went to market without a strategy. I don't recommend that to anybody <laughs> ever. So don't wing it? No. <laughs> but you have to understand, I lost my job in COVID right. and I was like, you went, you screw it. I'm, I'm going to wing it. it. Yeah. yeah. And so here we are almost three years later really diving deep into our strategy and really honing in on our business plan and our marketing plan and things that we never did before. It's It provides so much more clarity. Mm-hmm. So you can provide and the right direction for your company. And my team and myself. Yourself, exactly. And everybody's sort of moving. Maybe it's not always perfect, but at least you're moving towards the same goals. Right. 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 Or you find out it's too, it's too late. And right. We're not all on the same page, right? Which is right. important. And I, there were so many things I did wrong. Like, I didn't even have an agreement for my clients to sign yeah. when we first yeah. brought clients on. Yeah. I brought on the wrong the wrong type of clients because, because I didn't have an agreement and there were no boundaries. It was like, can you revise this for the 19th time? And so by the 19th time, you're now in the whole you know, however many hours and dollars that you've spent. And so you're churning and you're waiting. There's so much waste. That's waste. It's waste of time and energy and effort. Yeah. And, and you're like, I just wasted so much time and precious energy putting this out there. And now they want me to change these little three, three, three or four things. And so 
understanding, okay, you get X number of revisions and you get this, this is, a, this is the only services we pre- provide. I mean, I had clients treating me like a VA and I'm like, no, I'm not a VA. I'm a digital marketing <laughs> agency. And so figuring out how to differentiate myself and really put those boundaries and right. those walls up and say, no, these are the services we offer. If you don't like the services that we offer, it's okay. It's okay. We're not you your company. Almost be like if a client comes when you're first starting, you, you have, have to take, take on everybody. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like, oh, these are clients. Like I don't, I need the money, yeah. and I've got to take them uh, on, and I need the. Experience. But they're derailing from your core business. Exactly. Then creates confusion, and then you're all over the place, and it's hard to expand and grow, and you're probably not going to have the ROI you're looking for. And do that without a strategy. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And without a strategy. Yeah. 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 One of the worst lines I hate from like the 90s and like the early 2000s is the whole fake it till you make no. it. No. Oh my God, I hate that. No. I, I really dislike no. that No. I dislike it so much. <laughs> like, then they are not bringing your true authentic not, self. Not. But that was, that was, that was like thing. the thing. Was yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't bring yourself. Yeah. You know? Be happy until yeah. you really are happy. No, yeah. that's where we like mask our emotions and exactly. then we like dive into addictions and substance yes. and look for alternative ways yes. to make ourselves feel yeah. good. Yeah. 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 It's so dangerous. It's so dangerous. So what's next for Simply Digital? So we were we were blessed with the opportunity a couple of years ago to bring on a couple of clients in the cannabis industry. In the race. And that was always like I kept saying they were my outlier. Like they're yeah. like these are this is really my focus, but but it's such an expanding, hugely expanding, and there's a big need, huge need. And so what we decided to do was to because the cannabis industry is there's so many rules and regulations as far as digital marketing and the digital world and what you can put on social media and what you can say and how you can say it and all of that stuff. We decided to separate it simply digital, and we are creating a whole new brand called the Toke Agency. Okay. We're super excited about that, and really, we want it to be called Toke. Okay. So, like you know, the Ohio State, we're going to be called the Toke Agency, but it's going to be called Toke. Okay. And so does Toke have some significance? Well, it's like a groovy throwback kind of word that's like a hippie. Yes, you know, it goes with the goes with the yes and. Okay. And I think one of the things that is my personality. Resignating with the industry. Exactly. And my personality, like I love to wear bell-bottom jeans and kind of like I always feel like I'm a free spirit and just, you know, live life and really just. Do you remember when your free spirit had to be caged? Yes. (laughs) Well, okay, well, how's this? Like how are, I don't know about you, but. Girls are to be seen and not heard, yeah. and boys don't cry. And you're, you know, you're you're squishing and you're squishing and you're squashing and, and you're yeah. you're limiting that that person that really needs to shine. Or you can't wear those clothes, or that's not appropriate, or whatever. I mean, I, I like to wear what I like to wear, yeah. and I don't really care what people think or what society let you in this zone yeah and now yeah and i love it and and i love to travel because we fear it we fear it it. we fear it and don't get me wrong if it creeps up on me all the time but i'm trying to break i'm just break constantly living there yeah yeah realized most the last almost two decades of my life Uh maybe more 
I have not. I've been who others have wanted me to be. Of course. We all are. Right? We all are. When are you going to be you? Yeah. And when are you going to be okay being you? And and not care yes. what other people that's, think. That's the any And that doesn't mean be rude. No. That doesn't and, mean, you know, you're you there's there's etiquette in society, there's diplomacy. Sure. It's okay to have a differing ideals and ideas and and you know, feelings. That's okay. And why is it that you could have one set of here's the thing. We all come to where we are today with experiences and beliefs. Right. However, we grew up, sure. the impact of coaches, teachers, parents, siblings, yeah. friends, society, society culture, culture yeah. um, religion, everything. And so we have these beliefs and then whatever our experiences are. And so that's what forms us and that's what makes right. us. And so no two people are going to agree on one thing or another. So why can't we come to this understanding and know you are never going to believe what I believe. I am never going to believe what you believe because we didn't grow up in the same, and even brothers and sisters and siblings and all of that stuff, they have different experiences because they go different ways. And so we're never going to come to this commonality where every, and it would be a boring world where everybody believes and thinks the same. So why can't we just accept and appreciate each other for what it is that you believe in and how it's different and more beautiful? It makes this beautiful world that is, and it's different from what I believe in. You know, what's interesting is, you know, there's a fear of that. Mm-hmm. And the fear, Hi. yeah, I yeah, I know. And, and it's interesting because the fear shows in, in parents when... Their kids, they're directing them to be in homogeneous environments, yes. right? Yeah. And um, this is just this, this can stem many ways, right? Whether it's a certain religious group, or it's a certain culture, or ethnicity, or right? whatever. Like that. Yeah. And you sort of drive your children to have friends in that sort of society. Now they yes. grow up in that homogeneous environment, yes. And it's almost like you look out and the diversity of what you of individuality almost doesn't exist because now you're trying to fit in in this circle that you think you need to be like, right? Right. And then that stems from, you know, all of us not being individuals and fearing what other people think or believe. And it really is none of our business what other people think about us. It's not our business. It's a hard place. It's a hard place. And, you know, it's it's a daily struggle with with me, with everybody. I mean, you have to be this enlightened soul to... uh, To yeah, not live do, there, but yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah. So we're separating the brands, and we're gonna go uh, start. Oh, we get yeah, like yes, <laughs> and then and we're gonna go after <laughs> cannabis dispensaries and and grow the the toke agency through through uh, bringing on cannabis oh, dispensaries. I love this. I love so this. fun. It's yeah. so fun, and I it's love... vibrant yes. and groovy yes. and funky yes. and. The whole theme and tone and everything is completely separate from It's Simply Digital, where it's more, a little bit more sophisticated, right. a little bit more clean, right. a little bit more simple. It's target audience. Yeah. You, know, you know your audience. Yes. Yeah. Right? And we know the cannabis world. And you have your strategy. Right. Based on your right. different audience channel, distribution channels and sets. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. You're representing your own company. Yes. Exactly. In so many ways. In so many ways. Uh, yeah. That is, that is really cool to hear. That you you started off as a side hustle, you grew your company during hard times, 
COVID and other, you know, life situations. Right. And now you're splitting off and growing and expanding and hitting a whole new industry. Yeah. That is how fun. Yeah. You know what? We're cheer. Let's cheers. All right. It's H2O, by the way. It's water. Water. (laughs) Cheersing. How fun. Cheers. 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 Yes. And life can be everybody's journey. Everybody's not an entrepreneur also. And then, and I don't prescribe that everybody, I mean, people, we need people who are employees who aren't entrepreneurs because how would the world function if you yeah. didn't? And not everybody is designed or built to be an entrepreneur. Yes, people have different life situations. Yes. And that's okay. Journeys. And it's all okay. It's all okay. It's almost like we need to learn to embrace the journey we're on. And if we want a different journey, then it's just like, it's just like anything. Build your strategy, your life strategy. And go there. To figure out how to how to pivot out of where you are, right? You know, Manal, last year I traveled a bunch. I was on the road for like eight solid months in different cities and towns and... Um, countries. Countries. Yeah. And just loved living a digital nomad life. And I went to Maui. I was in Maui for a good two and a half months. And there's um, a famous road in Maui called the Road to Hana. And it's the most beautiful road I've ever been on. It is basically the rim of Maui that overlooks the Pacific Ocean with cliffs and waterfalls and canyons and just um, lush green, you know, vibrant colors. And it is just truly a beautiful road. It takes about five hours. It's twisty and turns and curvy and Sometimes there's the traffic, the oncoming traffic has to stop for you to go and you're in the middle of this curve and there's a cliff that's right there. I mean, it's 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 not for the faint of heart. And I did that road one of the first weekends that I was in Maui. And it is like a metaphor for life because it's called the road to Hana. But when you get to Hana, you're like, what is it that I get to go see in Hana? There's nothing. It's just it's just a it's little town, experience. but it's the it's whole, journey, and it's those twists and, and those yes. turns and those curves and the and stopping. There's moments, there's scary moments, exactly, right? yes. exactly. So it's the complete metaphor for life. So the journey is the whole road. The destination was Hana. And yes, it's this cute little town and you get to go walk on the beach and then black sand and all of that stuff. But I was like, there's really nothing spectacular about the end of the road, right? What was spectacular was the journey. the journey. Yeah. And stopping and going in the waterfalls and overlooking the Pacific Ocean and like standing on these massive cliffs and looking down and, and, and experiencing that. Feeling it. Feeling it. As you go through it. Yeah. We, like you said initially, we forget to feel like us. Yes. And so, I went on a Saturday afternoon or morning and just drove and spent my whole five hours driving and ended up driving back. And it was the most serene, peaceful, like calming. And I did it by myself. I wasn't with anybody, but I loved the experience. And that's how life should be. It's like you said, it's scary. And going on these cliffs, you know, like you're like, that is the Pacific Ocean right down there. And I I can drop, you know, however many hundreds of feet or thousands of feet. So yeah, it was just spectacular. I love this. I think that's actually a beautiful line for us to sort of end on as well. (laughs) So how does one reach you? 
So it's simplydigital.com is where my website is. I also hang out on LinkedIn. It's Lisa Williams. It's Simply Digital. We are on Facebook and uh, Instagram at It's Simply Digital. And then the same thing, thetokeagency.com. And that's coming out soon. Wow. Lisa, thank you so much for life, for business, for vision, and just generally reminding us that life is a journey. And maybe today we need to all leave listening to this because yeah, we're at different times, remembering that time is of essence. And right. We should, we should learn to re-engage our community, our connectivity, our engagement, and our feelings. Thank you so much Thank for you. having me. This Thank has you. been so fun. I'm so happy. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. On each episode, we will continue to bring on successful, dynamic individuals to dig deep and share stories that will inspire you to power up your life. This show is packed with unrivaled storytelling and no reservation advice. Tune in now by searching Power Up with Manal wherever podcasts are found. Please show us just a little bit of love by leaving a review and hitting that subscribe button. This helps our small production get reach and voices heard globally. Let's power up together, baby.